Welcome to the Total Freedom Podcast, where you can build your total freedom lifestyle and live your life doing what you want, when you want, with whomever you want. And now, here is your host, John Racine. Hello and welcome to the Total Freedom Podcast. I am your host, John Racine, and this will serve as episode zero, the pre-launch or the, the foundation for what this podcast will be. I want to go back for a couple of minutes and talk about what this podcast first started out as and what I plan to use it for going forward. As you heard in the opening audio piece, it was designed to help you to do what you want, when you want, with whomever you want. That was my my goal when I created this back in mid-2016. So at the time, I was living in California and I was desperate to get out of California at that point in time. It was a, a nice place to visit, not a place I really wanted to live at that point in time. And at that point in time in 2016, I had been looking at an entrepreneurial journey for most of my adult life, heck, probably even before I had become an adult. I mean, when I was younger, I wanted to own my own restaurant. I found I was a pretty darn good cook and decided I wanted to open up uh, Chez Jean which would have been my French restaurant. I went to culinary school, was classically French trained, got out into the working world, started working at my dream job at Walt Disney World as a chef for them, eventually getting promoted to being a front of the house manager or what we call in the industry a restaurant manager. And it was at that point in time I decided I did not want to open a restaurant. It was a highly competitive business and industry So I always had that entrepreneurial vein. And since that point in time, I had tried a ton of different things from Melaleuca, which was a network marketing type company, to uh, 1-800 long distance and 1-900 numbers, a home-based travel agency. And over that time, I just tried so many different things. And at that point in time in 2016, I was learning how to speak on stage, to present and to sell and decided that I was going to use my internet marketing experience where I had built websites, had done some copywriting, created my own video courses and so forth to create this podcast called the Total Freedom Podcast. And I had actually created a framework for what I called the Total Freedom Formula, which I had developed with one of my speaking coaches and mentors. And the program I felt was absolutely tremendous. And I used the Total Freedom Podcast, this very podcast, to share that message. And I ran with that for about six to nine months. I brought on some expert speakers, people who had different expertise on different aspects of publicity, business, entrepreneurship, and and so many other facets of running a business. And at that point in time in 2016, I was all over the place with my business because I was still working a full-time job at that point. I was a director, actually a regional director of human resources for a large hotel management company out there on the West Coast. And I had that full-time day job working 50 plus hours per week, building out my side hustle, side business, the podcast. And it just became a bit of a drudgery for me back then because at the same time, I was also running Facebook ads. I was also running Twitter ads. I was also creating my own own courses, doing joint ventures and product launches. And the podcast just kind of went by the wayside. I, I really stopped doing it about 15 episodes in 
And one of the things I've learned definitely since 2016 is that it does require consistent, persistent action. And looking back, I wish I had never stopped doing the podcast, but it is what it is. So I've learned those lessons and and I'm back here today. Over the last about two years or so, I want to say, no, maybe even a little bit longer. It was probably over the last three-ish years when I was living in California, I had uh, listened to a lot of podcasts. A great one that I listened to that you can definitely check out is For the Love of Money with Chris Harder. Chris had brought on an expert who talked about the law of attraction. Her name first was Harriet Hale. You can look her up online. And while she was talking about the law of attraction, I do remember the movie, The Secret, that came out a number of years ago. And, you know, ask, believe, receive type of of mantra that the law of attraction had. Harriet had a very, very different take on the law of attraction. She came from a different aspect on it about why it doesn't work and how to make it work. So a lot of different pieces that she had that kind of connected some dots for me. And I just resonated so greatly with her message. It it just, it struck me at my core and I couldn't stop thinking of that interview with Chris on For the Love of Money. So she was offering free, I'm air quoting, coffee dates where I could have a 15, 20 minute conversation with her. And at the point in time when I first heard Harriet on that podcast, I was not in a financial position to be able to engage her, but she still got onto this 20-minute coffee talk with me. We talked through what it was I wanted to achieve, which was entrepreneurship, moving back to Florida, so many different things. And we created this uh, statement that I would say out loud. Uh, It's an I am statement. And she helped me to craft this one that talked about my health, my family, my financial abundance, and all of that. And she left me with that at the end of the call and absolutely no pressure on that 20-minute coffee date. Again, I'm air quoting the the coffee date piece. And I started saying that mantra every day. I am a million-dollar business owner, so on and so forth. And I did that for, it was around six or seven months I had done that. And then it was later that year where I was given the opportunity. This was actually now uh, probably about May of 2017. I had the opportunity to move back to Florida for a job with a, a company on the East Coast. I had wanted to get back to Orlando, which is where my home was. And that wasn't happening. And I finally said, you know what? I'm just tired of California. I know it's hard to believe California is a great place, but uh, not for me as an employee at that point in time. So I got the opportunity to move back to Florida to Fort Lauderdale and I moved back and right around the same time, Harriet launched a program called the Soul Mr. Mastermind. So she had a number of these virtual masterminds and she's primarily focused on females, female energy, but she definitely has some gentlemen that circulate in her universe. And I started working with her at that point in time in that Soul Mr. Mastermind And since that point in time, we're now almost three years in, I've completely evolved what my beliefs are, definitely about money and mindset, and definitely with the law of attraction. And now three years in, I've actually pivoted and changed my business and the business model. I was for a a good period of time doing local marketing, helping businesses 
to grow their customer base, primarily restaurants. It's my background. It's what I know. It definitely works for my business knowledge because I had been involved in restaurants since I was about 14 years old, a freshman in high school. Obviously, getting a culinary and restaurant management degree from Johnson & Wales University and then working at Disney, working for Marriott, Hilton, Sheridan, and a number of other companies over the years. So, but at that point, uh, which was probably, gosh, I want to say about eight months ago, six months ago, six to eight months ago, the local marketing piece just didn't drive me. And I was on a call with Harriet uh, in a, one of her deeper level programs. And she started asking me, you know, John, what are the things that you've been through in your life? And some of the things that I've been through have seemed just crazy, have seemed uh, like I'm uh, the universe just has something against me. And we started talking about you know, being diagnosed as a type one diabetic on Halloween morning at the age of 10. So Halloween morning, I, I never got the opportunity to go trick-or-treating that day. Uh, later on, uh, and even prior to that, actually, having uh, my dad leave my mom and I, and I grew up without my dad, and I had a father figure who I absolutely despised, and, and I hate myself for saying that, but I just did not like the man. And uh, going forward from there, um, you know, being tormented and picked on as a, a fat little boy um, and, and letting that get into my psyche and, and my belief system, which was just absolutely insane, but, but I believed it at every core level. You know, I had a little bit of success. You know, I went to uh, my dream university, Johnson and Wales, and graduated. I ended up getting my dream job at Walt Disney World. But then there was more turmoil and strife after that. You know, I only lasted at Disney for a year. I didn't want to wait five to seven years to get promoted to the next level. So I quit Disney. And looking back, I sometimes wonder if that was the right move. But now I actually know it was the right move. But uh, moving from Orlando up to Jacksonville, working for a restaurant up there, and uh, I absolutely hated it. And I actually walked out on that job because I couldn't stand the pressure of actually having to perform. My general manager one morning in, in one of our uh, weekly meetings said, when my boss comes in and asks why this isn't done, I'm going to point the finger at you. And I got pissed off, quite frankly, and threw my keys on the table and walked out. And uh, went into working at a, a rental car company after that, moved back to Orlando a short period of time later, worked for a nonprofit. And uh, right after that, I filed my first bankruptcy. Yes, my first bankruptcy. Yeah, I was running up credit cards. I was living well beyond my means. I had gotten credit cards in college and I would run them up, pay them down a little bit, run them up again, pay them down a little bit, run them back up. And finally, it was time to say enough was enough and, and filed bankruptcy. And this was also at the time before the healthcare laws in the United States restricted you being uh, preempted from medical insurance because of a pre-existing condition. So when I first went to work at Walt Disney World, yes, I had medical insurance, but I could not have the medical coverage for my diabetes for one year. So every time I would go to the endocrinologist, it would be a full price. Every time I would get my insulin filled, it would be full price. Every time I got my insulin syringes filled, it would be full price. It wasn't like getting a cholesterol medication, let's say, where I could just pay the minimal fees on it. So I had racked up a lot of medical bills. And that was kind of how I justified the bankruptcy back then. But looking back, I had to own and accept responsibility for the fact that I was irresponsible with money. 
So I filed that first bankruptcy. Then I started bouncing from job to job. I mean, for the first, I gosh, I want to say about five to seven years post-college, I was at a job a year. I worked at Disney World. I worked for a restaurant in Jacksonville. I worked for the rental car company. I worked for a nonprofit. I worked for a Subway franchisee. And it was finally in 2000, actually it was in 2000, May of 2000, I finally got a job that I lasted at for seven years. And I actually did really, really well. But even in spite of that, uh, there were challenges and turmoil and I had a tyrant vice president of operations that I hated, but my boss, the district manager, who eventually became a regional manager, trained me, guided me. So I had the support going through. So going back to about six or eight months ago at the time of this recording, Harry, I said, John, with all of that crap that you've been through, two bankruptcies, the diabetes, new diagnosis of being celiac and allergic to wheat and gluten, and all of the other things, what is your message about that? And I thought about it for a minute and I said, you know what? The only thing you can control in life is how you react to life. And she just kind of lit up. She's like, that's it. That's your message. And as she said that, it just resonated so deeply with me because I have been through so many things. And I truly to this day still believe that the only thing that you can control in life is how you react to life. Right now, we're in, you know, April of 2020 with this global pandemic that's happening. And again, the only thing I can control is how I react to life. So I take it and I roll with the punches. I had my second bankruptcy back in 2017. It got discharged in 2018. So I'm two years past that. Did not learn the lessons the first time around. But I will tell you, coming into this pandemic with the world kind of crazy, Right now, the only debt I have is my car loan. I wish I didn't have the loan, but it's almost paid off. So that's great. And I have no credit card debt. Everything has been paid off. I use it. I pay it off when I do use it. So it's definitely a new world and a a different environment for me now, which I didn't have during my last bankruptcy, heck, even during uh, previous parts of my life. So I completely pivoted on my business. I started talking to my friends and family because apparently, and I didn't realize this, and Harriet definitely helped me to realize this, that I have been helping people through their lives through a framework that I hadn't identified. Uh, My very best friend went through a challenging divorce with a daughter uh, who was a newborn at the time. I have another friends of mine that uh, bought a business And we're struggling with it in the beginning where I had a little bit of expertise on the food and beverage side to assist them and other people throughout my life that I have helped and and never really realized that I had a codified way or a system to help them to get through those various challenges that they had. And as a result of that, I did some research, some digging, and I actually turned the way I help people into what I now call the Resolve System, R-E-S-O-L-V-E. We'll get into that. In another episode later on, it's actually a problem resolution type of model that helps anybody, any individual, any business to get through the struggles and challenges and strife that they might have in their life. And that message is truer now today in the midst of this pandemic as it has ever been. So that's kind of a little bit about where the Total Freedom podcast started what it was originally intended to be and where it is now. I still have the old intro and outros that you'll hear for a little while. And I imagine at some point I will rebrand 
the uh, intro outro and change it and update and make it a little bit more modern to to what it truly is. But I think for the time being, it still is to help you do what you want, when you want, with whoever you want, though it may not be solely focused on business anymore because of the things that I've learned about things like Reiki and meditation and uh, all of these other modalities, the chakras that have helped me to evolve and to become the person and the uh, the, the strategies that I'm using today. So that's a little bit about me, a little bit about the podcast and what is happening. So first, I want to thank you very much for listening into this episode zero, the foundational. This is where it starts podcast, and I intend to bring you great content every week. So if you would please subscribe, rate, and review for me, I would really appreciate if you go into whatever your podcast provider of choices, whether it's Apple podcasts, if it's Stitcher, whatever the, the platform may be, I will absolutely read every review and use your feedback to make this a little bit better. And of course, you can check me out at the thetotalfreedompodcast.com or my website, johnracine.com. Welcome to the Total Freedom Podcast, where you can build your total freedom lifestyle and live your life doing what you want, when you want, with whomever you want. And now, here is your host, John Racine. Hello and welcome to the Total Freedom Podcast. I am your host, John Racine, and this will serve as episode zero, the pre-launch or the, the foundation for what this podcast will be. I want to go back for a couple of minutes and talk about what this podcast first started out as and what I plan to use it for going forward. As you heard in the opening audio piece, it was designed to help you to do what you want, when you want, with whomever you want. That was my my goal when I created this back in mid-2016. So at the time, I was living in California And I was desperate to get out of California at that point in time. It was a a nice place to visit, not a place I really wanted to live at that point in time. And at that point in time in 2016, I had been looking at an entrepreneurial journey for most of my adult life. Heck, probably even before I had become an adult. I mean, when I was younger, I wanted to own my own restaurant. I found I was a pretty darn good cook and decided I wanted to open up uh, Chez Jean which would have been my French restaurant. I went to culinary school, was classically French trained, got out into the working world, started working at my dream job at Walt Disney World as a chef for them, eventually getting promoted to being a front of the house manager or what we call in the industry, a restaurant manager. And it was at that point in time, I decided I did not want to open a restaurant. It was a highly competitive business and industry So I always had that entrepreneurial vein. And since that point in time, I had tried a ton of different things from Melaleuca, which was a network marketing type company, to uh, 1-800 long distance and 1-900 numbers, a home-based travel agency. And over that time, I just tried so many different things. And at that point in time in 2016, I was learning how to speak on stage, to present and to sell and decided that I was going to use my internet marketing experience where I had built websites, had done some copywriting, created my own video courses and so forth to create this podcast called the Total Freedom Podcast. And I had actually created a framework for what I called the Total Freedom Formula, which I had developed with one of my speaking coaches and mentors. 
And the program I felt was absolutely tremendous. And I used the Total Freedom Podcast, this very podcast, to share that message. And I ran with that for about six to nine months. I brought on some expert speakers, people who had different expertise on different aspects of publicity, business, entrepreneurship, and and so many other facets of running a business. And at that point in time in 2016, I was all over the place with my business because I was still working a full-time job at that point. I was a director, actually a regional director of human resources for a large hotel management company out there on the West Coast. And I had that full-time day job working 50 plus hours per week, building out my side hustle, side business, the podcast. And it just became a bit of a drudgery for me back then because at the same time, I was also running Facebook ads. I was also running Twitter ads. I was also creating my my own courses, doing joint ventures and product launches. And the podcast just kind of went by the wayside. I, I really stopped doing it about 15 episodes in. And one of the things I've learned definitely since 2016 is that it does require consistent, persistent action. And looking back, I wish I had never stopped doing the podcast, but it is what it is. So I've learned those lessons and and I'm back here today. Over the last about two years or so, I, I want to say, no, maybe even a little bit longer. It was probably over the last three-ish years when I was living in California, I had uh, listened to a lot of podcasts. A great one that I listened to that you can definitely check out is For the Love of Money with Chris Harder. Chris had brought on an expert who talked about the law of attraction. Her name first was Harriet Hale. You can look her up online. And while she was talking about the law of attraction, I do remember the movie, The Secret, that came out a number of years ago. And, you know, ask, believe, receive type of, of mantra that the law of attraction had. Harriet had a very, very different take on the law of attraction. She came from a different aspect on it about why it doesn't work and how to make it work. So a lot of different pieces that she had that kind of connected some dots for me. And I just resonated so greatly with her message. It it just, it struck me at my core and I couldn't stop thinking of that interview with Chris on For the Love of Money. So she was offering free, I'm air quoting, coffee dates where I could have a 15, 20 minute conversation with her. And at the point in time, when I first heard Harriet on that podcast, I was not in a financial position to be able to engage her, but she still got onto this 20-minute coffee talk with me. We talked through what it was I wanted to achieve, which was entrepreneurship, moving back to Florida, so many different things. And we created this uh, statement that I would say out loud. Uh, it's a, an I am statement. And she helped me to craft this one that talked about my health, my family, my financial abundance and all of that. And she left me with that at the end of the call and absolutely no pressure on that 20-minute coffee date. Again, I'm air quoting the, the coffee date piece. And I started saying that mantra every day. I am a million-dollar business owner, so on and so forth. And I did that for, it was around six or seven months I had done that. And then it was later that year where I was given the opportunity. This was actually now uh, probably about May of 2017. 
I had the opportunity to move back to Florida for a job with a, a company on the East Coast. I had wanted to get back to Orlando, which is where my home was. And that wasn't happening. And I finally said, you know what? I'm just tired of California. I know it's hard to believe California is a great place, but uh, not for me as a, an employee at that point in time. So I got the opportunity to move back to Florida to Fort Lauderdale. And I moved back. And right around the same time, Harriet launched a program called the Soul Mr. Mastermind. So she had a number of these virtual masterminds, and she's primarily focused on females, female energy, but she definitely has some gentlemen that circulate in her universe. And I started working with her at that point in time in that Soul Mr. Mastermind. And since that point in time, we're now almost three years in, I've completely evolved what my beliefs are, definitely about money and mindset, and definitely with the law of attraction. And now three years in, I've actually pivoted and changed my business and the business model. I was for a, a good period of time doing local marketing, helping businesses to grow their customer base, primarily restaurants. It's my background. It's what I know. It definitely works for my business knowledge because I had been involved in restaurants since I was about 14 years old, a freshman in high school, obviously getting a culinary and restaurant management degree from Johnson & Wales University and then working at Disney, working for Marriott, Hilton, Sheridan and a number of other companies over the years. So, but at that point, uh, which was probably, gosh, I want to say about eight months ago, six months ago, six to eight months ago, the local marketing piece just didn't drive me. And I was on a call with Harriet uh, in a, one of her deeper level programs. And she started asking me, you know, John, what are the things that you've been through in your life? And some of the things that I've been through have seemed just crazy, have seemed uh, like I'm, uh, the universe just has something against me. And we started talking about you know, being diagnosed as a type 1 diabetic on Halloween morning at the age of 10. So Halloween morning, I, I never got the opportunity to go trick-or-treating that day. Uh, later on, uh, and even prior to that, actually, having uh, my dad leave my mom and I, and I grew up without my dad, and I had a father figure who I absolutely despised, and, and I hate myself for saying that, but I just did not like the man. And uh, going forward from there, um, you know, being tormented and picked on as a, a fat little boy um, and, and letting that get into my psyche and, and my belief system, which was just absolutely insane, but, but I believed it at every core level. You know, I had a little bit of success. You know, I went to uh, my dream university, Johnson & Wales, and graduated. I ended up getting my dream job at Walt Disney World. But then there was more turmoil and strife after that. You know, I only lasted at Disney for a year. I didn't want to wait five to seven years to get promoted to the next level. So I quit Disney. And looking back, I sometimes wonder if that was the right move. But now I actually know it was the right move. But uh, moving from Orlando up to Jacksonville, working for a restaurant up there, and uh, I absolutely hated it. And I actually walked out on that job because I couldn't stand the pressure of actually having to perform. My general manager one morning in, in one of our uh, weekly meetings said, when my boss comes in and asks why this isn't done, I'm going to point the finger at you. And I got pissed off, quite frankly, and threw my keys on the table and walked out. And uh, went into working at a, a rental car company after that, moved back to Orlando a short period of time later, worked for a nonprofit, 
And uh, right after that, I filed my first bankruptcy. Yes, my first bankruptcy. Yeah, I was running up credit cards. I was living well beyond my means. I had gotten credit cards in college and I would run them up, pay them down a little bit, run them up again, pay them down a little bit, run them back up. And finally, it was time to say enough was enough and, and filed bankruptcy. And this was also at the time before the healthcare laws in the United States restricted you being uh, preempted from medical insurance because of a pre-existing condition. So when I first went to work at Walt Disney World, yes, I had medical insurance, but I could not have the medical coverage for my diabetes for one year. So every time I would go to the endocrinologist, it would be a full price. Every time I would get my insulin filled, it would be full price. Every time I got my insulin syringes filled, it would be full price. It wasn't like getting a cholesterol medication, let's say, where I could just pay the minimal fees on it. So I had racked up a lot of medical bills. And that was kind of how I justified the bankruptcy back then. But looking back, I had to own and accept responsibility for the fact that I was irresponsible with money. So I filed that first bankruptcy. Then I started bouncing from job to job. I mean, for the first, I gosh, I want to say about five to seven years post-college, I was at a job a year. I worked at Disney World. I worked for a restaurant in Jacksonville. I worked for the rental car company. I worked for a nonprofit. I worked for a Subway franchisee. And it was finally in 2000, actually it was in 2000, May of 2000, I finally got a job that I lasted at for seven years. And I actually did really, really well. But even in spite of that, uh, there were challenges and turmoil and I had a tyrant vice president of operations that I hated, but my boss, the district manager, who eventually became a regional manager, trained me, guided me. So I had the support going through. So going back to about six or eight months ago at the time of this recording, Harry, I said, John, with all of that crap that you've been through, two bankruptcies, the diabetes, new diagnosis of being celiac and allergic to wheat and gluten, and all of the other things, what is your message about that? And I thought about it for a minute and I said, you know what? The only thing you can control in life is how you react to life. And she just kind of lit up. She's like, that's it. That's your message. And as she said that, it just resonated so deeply with me because I have been through so many things. And I truly to this day still believe that the only thing that you can control in life is how you react to life. Right now, we're in, you know, April of 2020 with this global pandemic that's happening. And again, the only thing I can control is how I react to life. So I take it and I roll with the punches. I had my second bankruptcy back in 2017. It got discharged in 2018. So I'm two years past that. Did not learn the lessons the first time around. But I will tell you, coming into this pandemic with the world kind of crazy, Right now, the only debt I have is my car loan. I wish I didn't have the loan, but it's almost paid off. So that's great. And I have no credit card debt. Everything has been paid off. I use it. I pay it off when I do use it. So it's definitely a new world and a, and a different environment for me now, which I didn't have during my last bankruptcy, heck, even during uh, previous parts of my life. So I completely pivoted on my business. I started talking to my friends and family because apparently, and I didn't realize this, and Harriet definitely helped me to realize this, that I have been helping people through their lives through a framework that I hadn't identified. Uh, my very best friend went through a 
challenging divorce with a daughter uh, who was a newborn at the time. I have uh, another friends of mine that uh, bought a business and were struggling with it in the beginning where I had a little bit of expertise on the food and beverage side to assist them and other people throughout my life that I have helped and, and never really realized that I had a codified way or a system to help them to get through those various challenges that they had. And as a result of that, I did some research, some digging, and I actually turned the way I help people into what I now call the Resolve System, R-E-S-O-L-V-E. We'll get into that in another episode later on. It's actually a problem resolution type of model that helps anybody, any individual, any business to get through the struggles and challenges and strife that they might have in their life. And that message is truer now today in the midst of this pandemic as it has ever been. So that's kind of a little bit about where the Total Freedom podcast started, what it was originally intended to be and where it is now. I still have the old intro and outros that you'll hear for a little while. And I imagine at some point I will rebrand the uh, intro outro and change it and update and make it a little bit more modern to, to what it truly is. But I think for the time being, it still is to help you do what you want, when you want with whoever you want, though it may not be solely focused on business anymore because of the things that I've learned about things like Reiki and meditation and uh, all of these other modalities, the chakras that have helped me to evolve and to become the person and the, uh, the, the strategies that I'm using today. So that's a little bit about me, a little bit about the podcast and what is happening. So first, I want to thank you very much for listening into this episode zero, the foundational. This is where it starts podcast, and I intend to bring you great content every week. So if you would please subscribe, rate, and review for me, I would really appreciate if you go into whatever your podcast provider of choices, whether it's Apple Podcasts, if it's Stitcher, whatever the, the platform may be. I will absolutely read every review and use your feedback to make this a little bit better. And of course, you can check me out at thetotalfreedompodcast.com or my website, johnracine.com. You can find the show notes for this episode at totalfreedompodcast.com forward slash episode zero. So thank you very much for listening in and I will talk to you real soon. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Total Freedom with John Racine at www.totalfreedompodcast.com.